Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of three guys that don't know anything about football, but we're trying to figure out that we do know about football. <laughs> That's a great uh, way to put it. We maybe. got the pigskin what? lover. We got Earl the Pearl. We got Melly Mel. We have a special guest star in the house that will remain quiet and nameless, but he knows a lot about football right. and he's a really good basketball player also. Right. How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a young man and uh, teenager. He's sitting and watching. But football. he is here willingly. He is here. That's right. He's but here hanging out. I mean, come on. What a uh, guys! Crazy, crazy week. God, that Thursday night football game. I mean, everyone thought this was going to be like a slow kind of defensive battle. I didn't see the game. I heard Andy Dalton threw through two touchdowns in the first half within like or two pick sixes or something happened where New Orleans just blew it. I mean, I did tell you when you called me. Uh, yeah. Uh, that I liked uh, Arizona at home, and you did. Uh, they won outright. So uh, Pearl interesting the Pearl, week. one and zero, starting off. You but know. Uh, big, you know, outside of the news, you know, McCaffrey getting traded will affect games. Wow, Woo! that is now. Let me ask you guys an honest question here. They they traded three or four first round draft picks for McCaffrey. Don't get me wrong, McCaffrey's amazing. Okay, but truth be told, in my opinion. Does San Francisco really believe that they can win the Super Bowl? I assume they do, but to give away three or four draft picks, your whole future? I think they gave away more than that, but it's uh, it's it's obviously for instant gratification with McCaffrey coming in there. And uh, yep. I mean, has McCaffrey been nicked up to where he's actually a little slowed down? We will see because we are going to obviously see. with a better a better outfit uh, than than he has been, and we'll see. Does him and Garoppolo? He they could be the answer to each other's prayers. I will say this with a defense that's as stingy as that defense come December, you know, come January, you know, that's a defense that can travel. That's right. And the NFC right now, I mean, other than Philadelphia, nobody looks to me to be invincible. And I think if you put San Francisco up in Philly in the cold weather with that defense, I think that they have a better chance than a lot of people would think to potentially knock off Philadelphia. So well, they I think did it last year in Green Bay, didn't they? They did. Well, here's what they traded. They traded a yeah. 2023 second, third, and fourth round selection plus a fifth in 2024 because they'd already traded their first round pick. Right. So, uh, but It'll those draft third and fourth round draft picks are such a crapshoot. Yeah, but sure. They, they really didn't give that much. They didn't. Those guys probably aren't going to make the NFL. So, right. Uh, you know, it's, well, you never know. They might, might, they might not make a difference. We'll oh yeah, see. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it could be all stars, but like the high likelihood of any of those four picks being something is is low. We um, we will see though. It was a pretty 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 crazy trade, and we'll see how San Francisco fares. You know, they're still pretty banged up. We'll talk about that when we come to their game. But one last thing yeah. on that, yeah. um, it was also a preventative trade because the Rams were lurking around. Right, uh, and I think one of Buffalo was uh, said to have inquired about him. So it was almost the trade you do to make sure the other teams in your division. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, don't get them. I agree with that. No, I think. Listen, at the end of the day, Frisco probably looks at it as the next few years they're going to either win it or they're not, and they'll they'll just deal with it. I mean, I think we're dealing in the NFL now with a new era, which is like you said, instant gratification. You know, try to win today. You look at it in baseball, obviously, with the Dodgers and a lot of these people, it didn't work out for them. But I think it's it'll be interesting to see McCaffrey play, and I'm excited to see San Francisco dive in on that. 
Let's talk about last week. We were all two and one on our best bets last week. Um, you know, tough week. I didn't have, you know, a great week in my Circa contest. It's been a little struggle the last few weeks. This is another very, very tough week in the NFL. Nothing really glares out as something that's, oh, this is easy. So let's let's dive in and let's start talking about some of these games. Um, we're going to start off in Cincinnati. We're going to start off with the Cincinnati Bengals are at home against the 6-0 and against the spread Atlanta Falcons. New Orleans played Cincy last week. Cincy won 30-26 with a late touchdown. The Atlanta Falcons beat the San Francisco 49ers at home by 14 points. That just shows you the NFL. Anything can happen. The Bengals are six and a half points. Totals 47 and a half in this game. I don't know. Is this the game that finally people start fading the Falcons? Let's start with Earl the Pearl. Earl, what do you think? I like the Falcons here because they're getting about five, six guys back off the injury report. So they're going to have a pretty healthy team. And at six and a half points, I like the Falcons. Melly Mel? I don't really have much interest in it. Uh, if I was going to take anybody, I'd take the Falcons. I'm still not, still not sold on the Bengals, but uh, it's not going to be a play for me. I don't really have much interest. Yeah, me too. This is a really, really tough game. I mean, if I had to make a play, I would take the Bengals and lay it. Um, you know, teams that are six and zero against the spread at some point, they, they you know, I mean, they're not going to be undefeated against the spread. I think Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, both hip and ankle, were on the midweek injury report this week, but I think both are going to play. Um, definitely, definitely not an easy game to handicap. Just so everybody's aware, uh, Atlanta is getting fifty six percent of the action compared to forty four with Cincinnati. My guess, it sounds like we all are kind of a pass on this game with minor, minor leans. On to the next game. The Dallas Cowboys going home, coming off a 26-17 Sunday night loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, are playing the Detroit Lions coming off a bye, coming off being zeroed 29-0 against New England. Dak Prescott supposed to play, making his debut back for the Cowboys. I'm going to start on this. This is not going to be a play, but this reeks to me of Detroit taking the touchdown. I'm going to tell you why. They're coming off a bye. They're coming off getting uh, shut out. Dallas is coming off a loss, which is a little scary, but they're putting a quarterback in that's going to probably be a little rusty. Also, Lions play well on the carpet. I don't know if DeAndre Swift is going to play. It's questionable. My guess is he probably will. I like the seven as a strong lean. Mel? Detroit got back to who they normally are a couple weeks ago and lost 29 to nothing, as you pointed out. But they're coming off a bye, and they showed a lot of fight early in the season. This is a play for me, especially wow. because Dak is coming back, and I just don't trust Dak. I don't like him. I think, you know, it's think that Dak uh, is not going to all be there, and I think Detroit does it in this one. Okay. Earl the Pearl. Uh, this is a play for me as well, and it's the Lions. Um, you like them also. I just think Prescott's going to need a game or two to to warm up, and uh, you know, the, my only concern with the Lions is they have a lot of questionable people on the injury report, um, so you don't know who's going to play and who isn't. 
but uh, I think they're going to be embarrassed after uh, that shutout. They had a week to think about it, and uh, they put up points. I don't know how, because you look at their roster, and you go, uh, this shouldn't put up 30, 35 a game, but uh, I think they're going to do very well in Dallas. Well, Jared Goff slings it a little bit, doesn't he? he does. I like him. Yeah. You know, you got a bum deal with the Rams. They kind of yeah. blamed him for, you know. No, the, I like him also. I, I actually think he's a. He took him to the Super Bowl, a, didn't he? He's, he's, you know, the thing with Jared Goff is if you put a lot of pressure on him and you get to him, he's rattled very easily. But you let this guy have three seconds in the pocket, he's, he's, he can, he can pick you apart. Again, if anyone loves a total in any of these games, please let us know as we go through this. The money split 52 48. 52% of the public is on Detroit, 48 is on Dallas. So it's pretty down the middle what's the uh i know we don't do this a lot but yeah. what's the over uh <clears throat> it's at 48 and a half Earl. i mean i i do like that over or under over yeah because i i think i in my head i see the lines getting out to a lead and the cowboys having to throw 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 so i think this will be a track meet you like it all right so earl likes the over in that game as a lean okay on to tennessee the tennessee titans in a division game against the indianapolis colts they played three weeks ago. Tennessee won 24-17, and they were out. The numbers all pointed to Indy in that game, but Tennessee pulled it out. So they're up one nothing in the series. Tennessee coming off a 21-17 win uh, last week against the Washington Redskins. Indianapolis Colts coming off a 34-27 division game, beating Jacksonville at home last week. Tennessee also coming off a bye. The Titans are two and a half at home. Mel, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't really have game. much interest here. It's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to just say, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. This is one of these lowest, on it, lowest Nielsen rating games of the week, to be honest with you. I just don't have any interest in either one. So, okay, pass. so get it. Bye. All right. Earl to Pearl. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans at home. I think, you know, they've had a week off to heal up. Their injury report's very, very light, so they're coming in pretty healthy. And uh, I think I see Henry having a monster game at home here. So you're going you're going as a lean, not a play. Yeah, not a play, okay. but I do like the Titans. So so this for me, it's so funny. I'm going to do a two-minute version on this. It's, it's, it's unfortunately not going to be a play either. When this came out Sunday night, I thought Tennessee was the play of the year. Then I started listening to a lot of different people and a lot of professionals and a lot of podcasts. And, you know, the reality is a lot of smart people love Indy in this game. They think the better team is getting points. They think that um, Matt Ryan is finally in the fourth quarter now come to life. And, the, you know, as much as Vrabel is 4-0 and against the spread coming off buys, they think this is a game that Indy wins and Indy needs. Um, I was all over Tennessee. I still would lean Tennessee but it's definitely, definitely not a play for me. Um, so I'm going to kind of pass that. But uh, but early on the week, I thought it was, wow, it looks too easy. 60% of the money is on Indy, 40 is on Tennessee. So Indy is kind of a popular dog in this position also, which is really, really, really interesting. Uh, we'll see. By the way, if Tennessee wins, that's a huge advantage for the division. Uh, next game, Washington Commanders at home against... The Green Bay Packers. The Packers have been in disarray. The Packers are coming off again a loss to the New York Jets, which was pretty, pretty embarrassing for Aaron Rodgers, 27 to 10. The Commanders coming off a win 
on Thursday night, Chicago Bears, 12 to 7. So the commanders have a little extra rest. The line opened at five and a half. It is down to four and a half right now. The pros looked at, they've been all over Washington in this game. I mean, some people think this is the bounce back game for Aaron Rodgers. Others think Washington and the points is an easy pick. I'm going to start off here. I would lean Washington in this game, but it's too difficult for me. Earl? Uh, normally, I would think there's no way that uh, Aaron Rodgers would lose two in a row like these uh, last few weeks. But with uh, Randall Cobb and uh, also Watson out, that receiving course is even thinner than it normally is. So I like the Commanders. It's as a, a lean, as a but lean. Uh, I do think uh, okay. you know the Commanders are kind of a boring team, but at home, I think they'll, uh, with the four and a half, I think they'll do it. Earl to Pearl? Mel TV Mel TV Live. You know, I I uh <clears throat> I'm stubborn and I and I we talked about the commanders. We all got together in this commanders and Eagles game earlier in the year. We said this is gonna be the Eagles first loss and the commanders are gonna show up at home. Well, I think tomorrow is the day that the commanders show up at home. And I'm taking the commanders. I think this is a play for me. I believe that they're gonna. You know, Carson Wentz is going to light him up. And the Packers, just their woes are going to continue. Earl mentioned the receiving core being thinned out. And I just think that uh, it could be Aaron Rodgers just, you know, sailing off into the sunset, not in a good way here, you know. So you like you like the commanders, commanders in this game. for a play for me. Yes, sir. Okay, so we got we got commanders. Um like I said, it's a it's a it's a very 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 difficult game. We'll see what happens. I mean, Aaron Rodgers cannot uh, afford to lose another game. On to the next, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady going to Carolina. Brady coming off an embarrassing loss to Earl's Pittsburgh Steelers the following yeah. the following week. I think they've actually. I'm looking here. No, they only lost the one because they beat Atlanta the week before. So Tampa Bay. Into Carolina. Carolina now just, they traded McCaffrey. They got rid of Robbie Anderson after that on-field kind of thing. Carolina's lost three straight. I think they've packed it in for the season. The line opened at 11. It's up to 13. I'm going to start here. This is a public game. 70% are on Tampa, 30 are on Carolina. Very rare for me. I'm going to make this a play. And I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to pour it on the Carolina Panthers this week. I'm predicting this is a 27 to six final or 30 to six final for Tom Brady and the Carolina Panthers. This will be a play for me. Tampa Bay minus the 13. Mel? Woo, you know, PJ Souls could have done a better job quarterback in that team last week than PJ Walker did. Whatever happened to PJ Souls? But anyway. Remember her from Stripes, Earl? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Party. I used to, well, never what mind. PJ Of course. <laughs> we got a kid here. Right? The Panthers. Pan my name's Dewey Oxberger. My friends call me Ox. <laughs> yeah. As you can see, I have a weight problem. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a great cast in that. Oh, uh, my God. Francis. Harold Ramis, the late Harold Ramis. Ah, he was uh, fantastic. John Deal, uh, right. <laughs> who later was on Miami Vice, is Larry Zito. Like, a great. Oh, my God. All right, back to the game. Yeah, you I know mean, this podcast is going downhill when we're mentioning the cast of Stripes. Uh, you know, it was on the other night. I watch it every time. Uh, you know, the EM50. Uh, Tampa Bay has been decimated. I mean, Carolina has been decimated. Uh, fire the coach. Baker Mayfield's hurt. Is he back, by the way? Nope. 
No, he's it's gonna out. be your guy, PJ Walker. Well, what about Sam Darnold? I mean, why would they take him? I think it's PJ Walker. I mean, what, I would love to. I think it'd be hilarious if Carolina could somehow win this game. But geez, I mean, that's just no way, right? I mean, just absolutely no way. I think that Jason, you're kind of right. I think Tampa Bay goes in there and crushes them. Uh, you know, so gosh, if you had to take a side, I'd take Tampa Bay. But I, but I'm not. It's not. It's not a play for me or nothing. But you know, of course, Tampa okay. Bay. You know, God, I mean, Carolina's got nothing left. Earl the Pearl. Uh, this is a play for me as well. Uh, Buccaneers, obviously. Is that obvious? You know, even though Brady is, uh, you know, having a tumultuous off the field uh, season, uh, Carolina has ten guys on the injury report. Uh, they're you know, down to their backup. Yep. Uh, I mm. I just don't. And without McCaffrey now, like it's a very very thin NFL roster. They're almost feeling a USFL well, type. Did you watch the, the, the Carolina was up second half? They were ten seven at the half yeah. of the Rams, but then the second half they 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 didn't get a first down in the whole. I don't know. They got a first one first down the whole second half. I mean, they were just. P.J. Walker was just horrible. He can't do anything. So, so. seventy two per. I mean, again, Earl and I are on a very public play. It looked, but the pros are also hitting it as well. It's up to 13. I'll bet you that'll be 14 at game time. Again, I think it's a statement game for Tampa Bay's defense. So we'll see what happens on that. On to Cincinnati. The or excuse me, I take that back. On to Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Giants. The Jacksonville Jaguars coming off a loss to Indy 34-27. Excuse me, last week. They've lost three straight games, Philly, Houston, and Indy. The New York Giants, in my opinion, the worst 5-1 and one team in the NFL, but they just keep winning. They keep pulling out games late. They keep running Sa- Saquon Barkley, and this coach has done a really good job. They've won three straight. So you have the ideal position here. You have a, a team that's lost four straight, a team that's won three straight. The home team is dealing with the skid. They're a three-point favorite. Over the New York Giants, I'm going to start with Mel. I love Daniel Jones. I love Daniel Jones. I love Charlotte, North Carolina's Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. I, I'm not, it's not a play for me, but I just I'm just amazed at how this team keeps grinding out wins. And what are they five and one now, five right? And one. Yep. So I think that they get there. I think they get another win tomorrow. I don't. I don't think that they're gonna. I don't know about betting this spread on this one, but you know. Uh, I think the Giants win, and uh, you know I, I I like the Giants, and I like to see them continue. And if you really like the Giants, you go to, down to O'Brien's Bar on Wilshire Boulevard in Santa Monica. Giants home meetup group down there, a lot All of right. fun, a lot of fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in uh-huh. here. This was very close for me to be a play on the Jaguars. Um, I think they're desperate. I think they need the game. I think if they lose this game, they're 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 going to be in a bad position. I think this is their bounce back game. This was going to be one of my plays, but there's something I like a little better than this. So this is a beyond strong lean for me. I think Jacksonville wins this game 27-20. Earl the Pearl? Uh, both teams pretty uh, similar with the injury reports. They have about seven, eight guys on either is questionable. Uh, I would go with the Giants if their receiving core was a little healthier, but they're very thin this week. So I like it's a lean for me, but I like Jacksonville at home. Yeah, 62% is on the Giants. This is a big road dog public, which, again, I love Again, with home teams when you have a big road dog and a team that's desperate. So 
really hard that I'm not making that a play. There's a few I like better. That would be my fourth play, and I know we only give three, but we'll see what happens here if the Jacksonville Jaguars can, you know, stop this losing streak that they've been having. Uh, on to the next game. The Baltimore Ravens are in Baltimore at home in a division game against the Cleveland Browns and Jacoby Brissett. Baltimore gave the game to the Giants last week, literally handed them the game late. Uh, 24-20 loss. Cleveland um, last week got blown out by New England, 38-15 to at home. Um, you know, listen, this is, this is one of those games. This is tough. Another one, six-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, I'm going to start with Mel on this. By the way, the total in this game is 45-and-a-half. Mel? I uh, definitely like the under here, by the way, if, there's, if, there's, if we're giving out that today here. I, I don't necessarily think I'd play it, but under 45 and a half sounds, sounds good. I like that. You know, okay. Lamar's Anything on had, the side? Nah, I'd like to see the Ravens win in the, uh, for the sake of my uh, beloved Charm City and the steamed crabs down there in Baltimore and the crab cakes, the Maryland crab soup. So okay. go Lamar, but uh, I, like, I like the under there. Okay, you're an under on that. Uh, Pearl? It's a tough one. I mean, yeah. it's a great point spread to make people yeah. go one or two ways. Um, yeah. I, I, I think the Ravens uh, will win the game, but I, I like the Browns plus the points. Yeah. Uh, By so. the way, Cleveland loves going into Baltimore and spoiling their party. This is they just this have a history of doing that. They do. Well, those AFC North games, it, like I said before, it doesn't matter who's playing who, what no. their records are. It doesn't. It, uh, it could be Steelers against. The, the Browns or Ravens against the Bengals. It's yeah. it's a very very t all four teams are very tight. It's probably the worst division in football, to be frank. But yeah. uh, that means all four teams are pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah, it's tough for me. Also, I mean, Baltimore's been untrustworthy with a lead. Big time. Miami, Buffalo, and Giants. I'm not interested in giving a touchdown. Um, you know, if I was leaning in this game, if I was leaning. I would lean Baltimore, but I'm definitely, definitely off that. Uh, when I talk about my teasers at the end of the pod, I'm going to wait and give you guys those. This is a second bonus teaser that I'm going to give out, but at this point right now, I don't really think there's a play on this. Um, just so everyone's aware, uh, Baltimore is 60% against 40 of the money in this game. All right, in, on our way to Denver, the Denver Broncos – I don't know how a team could look worse and a quarterback could look worse. The Denver Broncos lost 1916 to the Chargers. They handed them the game. Play the revitalized New York Jets. The Jets 27 to 10 over the Green Bay Packers. The Jets have won three straight games. They went into Pittsburgh and won. They won at home against Miami. They won in Green Bay. Now they're going to mile high and they're going to play the Denver Broncos. This line opened three. All the money is pouring in on the Jets. It's down to one. Russell Wilson is questionable in this game. If he doesn't play, it'll be Rippon as the quarterback, a backup for the Denver Broncos. Mark Rippon? Is, <laughs> um, is this his nephew? It's somebody. Yeah. Well, in, yeah, he's somebody. That's I, I mean, you know, I'm going to look him up while we're all talking. His nephew. While we're looking at this. Again, this is, this is one of those... I will start with this. I got to be honest. Everything is pointing to the Jets in this game. 
this is going to be a strong lean for me. I don't think the Jets are going to go up there in the altitude. I think Denver wins this game by a field goal. I like Denver. It's not a play, but it's a strong lean. Mel? I'm going to keep riding that Jets wave, baby. I think the Jets are going to go in there and and keep uh, making the Broncos' season miserable. So I'd say Jets. It's not a play for me, but Jets. Pearl to Pearl. By the way, the total in this game, FYI, is 38 and a half. What's the weather going to be like up there? Uh, Maybe a little snow. You never know. I don't, it's not. I think it's going to be in the, they say, 50s. It says okay, so good football weather. Uh, Earl? Uh, this is a play for me, the Jets. Um, you know, the Broncos are just depleted. I think they have about 12 guys on the injury report. Uh, the only concern uh, that I have with the Jets is Elijah Moore is missing the game, uh, not because he's hurt, but because he's requested a trade. So uh, that will leave them a little thin at receiver. But uh, the Jets, they just love playing for this coach. Like, they're believers. So, uh, you know, Denver is just in shambles. And Wilson, that last press conference, looked like someone stole his lunch money. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't think he thought this would be how Denver would uh, treat him. So uh, they're just in shambles right now. So the Jets has a play. Jets as a play. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting this game. I mean, I I are the Jets going to win four straight? I mean, if Denver is in shambles like this, it could happen. Um, we will see. On this is Zach Wilson, he went to BYU, right? This is the closest he's going to come to hundred playing back in his Mormon country. So I think he wants to show out big time. It's another incentive to play the Jets. All right, to Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders coming off a bye. Coming off a 30-29 Monday night, October 10th loss to the Kansas City Chiefs are at home against the Houston Texans, also coming off a bye. Houston beat Jacksonville 13-6. to Both these teams, bye-bye. Raiders minus seven in this spot. I'm going to start off here. This is going to be a play for me, guys, and I love the Houston Texans taking a touchdown against the Raiders. And let me tell you why. The Raiders are not blowing anyone out. Houston has been in every game that they've played. They've played with renewed energy. I think this line should be four and a half. I think it's way too high. This is a pure value play for me. I like Houston plus seven. Earl? This is a, uh, you're right. I I couldn't really have said it any better. The Raiders... uh... I think they're the best uh, bad record team I've seen in quite some time, but they don't blow uh, anybody out when they win. And I do like uh, the Texans uh, with the points. Uh, It's a lean for me, but I like Houston. Okay. Uh, Mel? You're scratching me right where I itch, pigskin lover. I love the Texans here. And you're right. I mean, you know, like Earl Pearl said, he couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, Austin Davis, I'm, you know, I'm getting to be really, these kids, I've seen him, you know, last year get some starts and have some hiccups, but this year he's playing and he's got him grinding and he's got him competitive and almost, like you said, they've been competitive in almost every game they played. And they go into Jacksonville and win, they get a week off. I'm all over the Texans, baby. Texans as a lean, right? Play. That's a play oh, for me, play brother. for you? Okay. Texans. Okay. On to the next, we go to L.A., the L.A. Chargers playing against the Seattle Seahawks. The Chargers coming off a game they were handed 19-6 to over Denver. The Chargers have won three straight. They literally should have lost all three. Houston, 
came back on them, but ended up losing by 10, but was in the game. They ended up beating Cleveland, which they should have lost. And then they should have lost last week against Denver. So Chargers have gotten lucky. Seattle, on the other hand, has been the story of the NFL. Geno Smith, he's really been playing well. They've won two of the last three. They're coming to LA. The line opened six and a half. It's down to five in this game. I'm going to start off with Earl the Pearl. Um, normally, I would, uh, all things being equal, would take the Seahawks on the road plus the five, but they have a lot of injuries. I think eight guys on the injury report. None of them practice this week. So I like the Chargers, although I will say their kicker has a hamstring injury. So if this game gets down to the wire, it, you know, there could be something interesting with field goal kicks, but I think the Chargers will win at home. Okay, Mel. It's not a play for me, but I'm just going to say that uh, I've got a lot of sentimental value for my main man, Geno Smith. So I say, I say, uh, Seattle, Seattle Seahawks and, the Geno Show comes into town and gets the job done, but it's not a play. Okay, so this is going to be a play for me. I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle, <laughs> and I'm going to, I'll am going even take it at five. I know it opened at six. Let me tell you the way I look at this. The Chargers are not good. The Chargers do not show up every week. They have no heart. I know they're getting uh, their wide receiver back, Keenan uh, Allen, I believe. Um I believe in the Seattle team. I think they're going to keep the game close. I think they could even even possibly win the game. I know they have injuries. The Chargers always find ways to just hand the the game to it uh, to to other teams. My gut is Seattle this week. I'm all over the Seahawks as a play. On to a very interesting game. The Kansas City Chiefs coming off a loss, very rare for Patrick Mahomes. They go into San Francisco with McCaffrey and they play the San Francisco 49ers, who are also coming off getting embarrassed by the Atlanta Falcons. The Chiefs opened three. The lines moved against them. It's two and a half now in San Francisco. Uh, interesting game. Let's start with Earl the Pearl. The total is 48. Well, this is a tough one because they're not sure if McCaffrey's going to play. Um, if he was, I would go with the 49ers because I think they'd be bayoud by his, you know, how a team, when they get a new player, they play a little better. They're pumped up. But uh, Well, they said he did that when he walked to the locker room. That's what uh, Lynch said yesterday. He's the general manager. Yeah, said so. That, you know, that's a, yeah, you're right. He said, but he's begging to play, by the way. So it's a tough one. Like, you know, if he was playing, I would go with the 49ers. But uh, I, since his status is, up in the air, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. It's a lean, but I'll go with the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, Mel? I, I think he's playing, and I think that uh, you're going to see him, and you know, you're going to see him run the ball, catch some passes. I think that he's going to make a difference. I think that the 40, I'd say 49ers. And I've, and I've got a lot of sentimental value, sentimental love for Christian McCaffrey because he was Carolina Panthers. My Carolina Panthers for so many years, I think he's going to go, go to San Francisco and keep pounding in the Bay Area, and uh, and get the job done. So San Francisco. Okay, yeah, tough, tough, tough game. I have no feel for this game. I mean, I I such a such a difficult game. I mean, I think it can go either way. Gun to my head, I would take San Francisco. I think there's value in getting a few points. Seventy three percent of the public is on Kansas City. Again, another um, contrarian home uh, favorite to take a look at. By the way, one thing I did not mention, 
that Seattle Charger game, which really scares me, and I know it's a play for me, 81% of the public is on Seattle. I would normally never tout something like that. Um, I'm a little nervous about that stat, so keep that in your mind. Um, yeah, San Francisco game, very hard. Sunday night, the Miami Dolphins and Tua, who's back in the lineup. Sunday night, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Miami coming off a 24-16 loss last week. The Steelers coming off a 2018 win against Tom Brady. Uh, seven Open seven, it's now seven and a half. Miami at home, Tua back. Mel, what do you think? Uh, did the Steelers find something last week or were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just really off? Um, it's just uh, too much doubt and speculation. So I'd say stay far away from it. Got it. Pearl? Uh, I think the Steelers uh, will win, but I, the, I'm i going to go with the Dolphins plus the points. Just- no, no. Dolphins are giving, Earl. Oh, Dolph- oh, I'm giving, sorry, my giving oh, seven. Then I'll go with the Steelers. Uh, You'll you know, take the points. Yeah, sorry, I'm uh, colorblind. Uh, yeah. be- you know, they don't score a lot, the Steelers. Uh, you know, they're, they're just offense is maybe the worst called offense in the league, given the talent that they have. I mean, I'll say it again. Look at their receivers. Johnson, Claypool, Pickens, Friermuth, Harris out of the backfield. This team should be scoring 30 minimum. Um, so, but, uh, plus seven. Yes. I like Pittsburgh. This is a play for me. The Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Earl. So wait, Stick Earl, with Earl, Earl, curtain, baby. Earl, is that, if that's a play, you already have three though. Oh, I, I thought to, I had two. You have trying to, I have you down. Game. Maybe, you know what? Come back, Earl. I have you as Detroit, Tampa and the jets. Did I get that wrong? Uh, on your place? I think, uh, you, you might've had Detroit wrong. Okay. So you're going Pittsburgh, yes. Tampa, and your Jets. Okay. Yes. All right. We got Pittsburgh as a play. We got Tampa and the Jets, and we'll recap that in a minute. Okay. My bad. I'm sorry about that. It's all good, dude. Uh, you're captivated by Mad Mel That's TV's right. yeah. turquoise T-shirt. Yeah. I think I the think Johnson T-shirt. Grandma, Ma. Guys, I think this is all about Miami on Sunday night. I think Pittsburgh blew their wad last week. I think this is a statement game. Tua coming back at home. I think Miami's going to cover. This is a strong lean Miami minus the seven and a half. This will definitely be in my teaser as well, which we'll talk about in a minute. Miami will win this football game. On I, I will say, though, yeah. uh, real fast, that Miami has about 12 guys on the injury report. Wow. Um, so, And even though the Steelers won't have T.J. Watt, I think their ability to get after Tua – you know he's going to be gun shy a little bit. Absolutely, as he should be. I mean, I, yeah. Lord knows what yeah. I would be. I'm gun shy for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm nervous for him, and even though uh, a headache, you don't have T.J. Watt. Highsmith gets after it. Haywood's playing great. I mean, uh, yeah. Wormley is another guy who gets after the quarterback. So uh, I think it could be a long. I could see Tua getting hurt again. He he's going to get hit hard. Well, we are going to see on that. On to Monday night. Bill Belichick and the Patriots, one of the big stories this year, even though they're three and three, they've been playing so well with Zappy. The Patriots are at home against the lovely Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. Patriots coming off a 38-15 win over the Browns. The Bears coming off an embarrassing 12-7 loss on Thursday night football to Washington. Line open seven. It's up to nine points right now. The New England Patriots, everybody. Steaming New England, 
of the public is on New England. It looks like a layup. Um, I'm going to start with Melly Mel. I love me some Southern Baptist, and I think that kid Zap, he went to Tennessee. Where'd he go? Does anybody know Tennessee Baptist or something? Isn't that crazy? Yep. And he's doing it in the NFL, so I, you know, it's not a play for me. The Bears are just terrible. I mean, you know, I, I say Patriots all day long. I, I don't necessarily you know, like it. I wouldn't bet the spread on it. But, I mean, mm -hmm. if I was, you know, in Vegas and I was, like, wanting to make some money in money line play, and this is not going to be one of my money line plays, but it, Patriots for sure. You can't, you know, home, home Monday night. Got know, it. So. All right, Earl? Uh, this game is uh, not going to be very exciting. But, no. Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, it's like going to see an 80s metal band in 2022. It's just <laughs> not a lot of interest, but I do think the uh, Patriots will win it. You know how Belichick is with you know, younger quarterbacks. I think he's going to throw fields about 7,000 different looks, and yes. it, it could be a long day for the Bears. So I'm, 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 I'm definitely, definitely, um, I would not lay the eight in this game. I think it looks too easy. I think everybody's going to be on it. I think the dog in the eight is actually kind of an interesting backdoor potential. But again, as I'm going to give you guys in a sec, my teaser, this is a great, great, great teaser opportunity. So those are our games. I'm going to start with my teaser real quick. The teaser of the week from JB, the Miami Dolphins from seven and a half to one on a six and a half point teaser. You lay 10% extra. The Miami Dolphins minus one, we're going to tease it with New England. Okay, who's nine now? We're going to take that down to two and a half. Miami minus one, New England minus two and a half. Both those teams are not going to lose. Um, that's number one. A little bonus play, fun little teaser. San Francisco eight and a half, Cincinnati to win the game and not lose to Atlanta. So those are my two Teaser, Weezer, Weezers. Let's go to Melly Mel. Mel, what is your money line parlays of the week? Last two weeks, if you're following my money line format and plays, you're making money. And I'm going to go uh, Commanders on the money line, uh, along with the Texans on the money line, and bet those both straight and take half of what you bet them straight for and bet a parlay with them in I this like format that, one, two weeks in a row. And it won, I think, week one also. So yeah, I like I think that. on this season, uh, if you're following me, money line wise, uh, you're making money. So Texans um, money line and, and Commanders money line, and then parlay those two with half of the what you're betting them for straight. And then, uh, and then, um, uh, you know, my straight plays were Detroit Commanders and Texans. So Mel, so Mel had Detroit, Washington, and Houston. Earl had Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, and the New York Jets. And I had Tampa Bay, Houston, and Seattle. Those are the those are the three from all of us. Earl, anything on totals or anything? I know you had the one total that you liked, um, which was that I believe it was the Detroit game. Yeah, I think that, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to hit the over big the, time. Just because you know they're used to scoring a ton of points. You know, last or not last week, but two weeks ago, it was yep. an outlier. You know, they got shut out. It happens. Yep. So, uh, you know, the offense will be motivated. Uh, I mean, Detroit could get the over on their own. Right. Um, so that's about it. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I know we usually just give our three. If I had one total to give for the week, I would go under. I think Mel liked it also. Yeah. Under in that Baltimore-Cleveland game yes. at 46. I, I think that's going to be I've a got a little bonus play. I've been hanging around Westwood, California all week. I bet. I've been getting a little inside information. Oregon rolls. 
Oregon oh. rolls today over UCLA. That, right. uh, that's uh, kickoffs in, I think, in an hour. Oh. Um, Put them so. in. Get to the window. Put your and money in the window. I'm just getting a text from my friends in the 305. Uh, you Pittsburgh Steeler fans, uh, if you mention the name Franco Harris at Pooch's Pizza. Pooch's Pizza. Oh, that's right. Pooch's giving awesome. out the whole thing. Yeah. You get a free slice of pizza. Uh, so once again, if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan and you want a free slice of the best pie in the 305, go to Tommy Pooch's Pizza. Pooch. I'm headed to Miami right now. All right. So, guys, so guys, I want to just give a quick shout out. I want to shout out to the Diamond and Law Enforcement Hawkman, Foon, Danny Greenberg, all those guys. That, Danny you know, Greenberg. Danny Greenberg, Nathaniel. We got to get him on here soon with his with his garbage. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Donnie Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiss his old manager in the 80s and uh, Shabadoo Quinones. Meyer Shab Isaacs. Shabadoo. Shabadoo. Guys, thanks for being with us. This is another edition. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Maybe we can all go 3-0 and this week. Until next week on the podcast. See ya. Who? Uh, Johnny Levinson? Uh, Jaime, Jaime.